Hello, welcome everyone and welcome back to Lotus Chat. It is Jazzy here and... Hello everyone, welcome back and it's Zian here. Hello, it's been a while. We're so excited to be here and I'm Laura. Yes, it has been a little bit of time that we have taken for ourselves to be fully immersed in our lives and the people around us as we continue to work on ourselves to be able to share and empower you all collectively. And we are coming back with a new episode, episode 16 of Dealing with Pride and the Misconceptions of It. So um, as we begin, a lot of things have been coming up for us. And one of the things that we wanted to shed some light on is what pride looks like and the disguises of it. Ladies, if you have anything that you want to share on what you feel what pride might look like, mm-hmm. go ahead and chime in. I wanted to um, kickstart the topic and acknowledge that I think uh, a lot of people will um, put together pride uh, together with men, but actually I think pride exists a huge amount in women as well. It's just that it's being acknowledged less. And I think it's being um, uh, shown and appeared in different ways. And for me, what I noticed recently is that pride appears in the form of not asking for help. Like, you know, women who wants to appear like I can do everything and everything looks good and and be able to multitask and I'll handle it. You know, I've got it. I've got it. I think that that kind of appears a little bit as pride as well. What do you think, Laura? I think that is spot on, Zian. For me, pride, though, means it's usually what keeps us from looking at what is happening or what is going on because we want our we want to look good in front of other people we want them to see us in a certain way we don't want anything bad to happen or anyone to think anything bad happening and so what we do is our pride kicks in and says you've got to make it look good you've got to make it look like everything's going well in your life and you can't let down And so I've seen that, including in myself, um, suppressing my feelings, because if I may feel bad or I may not like how someone talks to me, but I can't, my pride won't allow me to be real, to be authentic and to feel that it hurt. Um, I think another thing that we do to make ourselves really look good is when bad things happen to us, we're not honest with ourselves or other people. And so we tend to blame others because our pride says it couldn't possibly be us, couldn't possibly be anything I did. And so for me, pride can be that defensive wall that you put up so that you, because you think everyone ought to see you in a certain way. The problem that I've experienced in my life is it kept me from living authentically and being vulnerable and being open to life. And so for me, pride is that wall that I put up so that people would see me in the way I wanted them to see me, not in the way that it was. How about you, Jassy? In my experience of pride, it has been, like, as you say, a wall that is is put up and um, it's almost like it can be used as a a mechanism. So it's saying that I, I got this and really it can actually uh, come off as like passive aggressive, like, mm. um, no, I got it. It's fine. It's okay. I can do it. Um, I'm capable. I do it by myself anyways. And it's like, because pride is not, pride can be 
the wall that blocks like receiving and it almost puts one into a position <laughs> of martyrdom where that leads them to being like a lone wolf. And as you're lone wolfing with that pride, you're not allowing yourself to be um, receiving any support or um, alleviating and creating flow and synergy between other people. So it, it kind of creates this disconnection. So it's disguised mm. as I got this, as you said, Zian, and um, truly inauthentic because maybe we do want to receive help. And, um, but maybe we're overthinking something and we let our pride get in the way and, and say that we don't need anyone else. Mm. Like what you said just now, Jazzy, how when you break that wall of pride, you actually um, um, merge the connection. You actually get more connection. And that's so true because when you are willing to let go of your pride, that's when you are able to really connect with that person, really be vulnerable. And like what Laura was saying, that really be authentic, you know, and allow and uh, allow um, help and able to give it at the same time. What do you ladies think about, you know, the pros and cons of pride? My experience in pride is that sometimes it can be a good thing. Um, I, I guess I need to th find a different statement. Um, I have an only child, he and I call him my pride and joy. But as I was preparing for this talk tonight, I was wondering, am I always proud of him? What, what if he does something that I'm not proud of, but I'm proud of him? Um, what if he were to do something that was not good in, let's say, society? Would I be proud? But I probably wouldn't, but I would be proud of him. And so then we kind of get into um, confidence. Then we get into unconditional love and that type of thing. But for me, I think with the pride, the good thing is, if we're proud of someone else or we're proud of what we've accomplished or we we're proud of the people around us, we're proud of the um, work that we've done. Those are good things. I, it, it makes my heart feel good. It makes me know I'm on the right path. But when I start using that pride to make someone else feel bad, or when I use that pride to hide who I really am, or I use that pride to protect myself, that's when I think for me, pride becomes something that I don't want to do or I don't want to experience. So I think my mind, and I'm speaking personally, you know, I think when my mind is looking at it in a more of an altruistic way, it's really good. But if we're using it as a protectional mechanism, it's not good. How about you, Jesse? In my model of the world, when I view pride, because um, I do see the benefit and where it works to be proud of yourself. And that's where pride comes in. But there is such thing as it being too much, like too much of a anything can be a bad thing. So when you have too much pride, that um, that can mean going it alone. It can mean disconnect. It could lead to suppression of your authenticity and your true feelings. Um, it could mean that you silence how you really feel. It could mean um, coming off as defensive by using your pride as that wall. Um, and the pros uh, of con the pros of pride would be to be proud and to be satisfied and to acknowledge 
your own worth and your own um the the value of your work but is it I guess looking at them both it's like is it um conducive to growth or is it a mask um so how is pride going to serve and does it serve not only I but the good of all what about you Zian <laughs> I, I like that and uh, what I'm hearing the both of you saying is that I think a uh, right uh, amount of chemistry of pride will lead to excellence in terms of um, uh, in mm. my case I wanted to give an example about work you know uh, when we have pride at our work when we're proud of our work and when we are prideful in a good way where we want to uh, make sure that what we are producing is of excellence. Hence, then, you know, uh, from preparing to coaching, from, you know, uh, writing a book, you then be really specific down to the details. But then I also wanted to make sure that we know the difference between pride uh, being prideful and excellent at work and not being a perfectionist you know we don't go down to the details because we just want to pick on it but we go down to the details because we want to be excellent because we are proud of our work proud of our work yeah oh wow that really touched me Zian. that is in in our career or in our personal relationships we've all been with people that are proud and they want to micromanage or they want to do the details to the point it's not fun anymore and it ceases to be excellent it becomes um becomes somebody's perspective of themselves so i love that Zian. that was great so with that being said what do you ladies think is the price of pride i think there are two different prices depending on the type of person you are if you were brought up that you shouldn't be prideful, you shouldn't have um, high self-esteem, then the price of not having pride is pretty great because you don't see your value or your worth. Mm. But if you have too much of it or you use it as a mask to, to compensate or to hide, then you miss out on so many great experiences because people don't get to see the real you and you don't get to show them the real you. So I think there's a price on either side if you're not able to be your authentic self either way. I'd agree. And also with that being said, as far as um, what that reminds me of is like when you have too much pride, that could cost you not being transparent enough to allow people to see your vulnerability to really get to connect with that authentic part of you. Mm -hmm. So if we are carrying too much pride, could that be compensating our, um, or compromising, I should say, compromising our transparency and how we're being honest and how we show up in our relationships? I also think that the price of pride is when we get burned out because we, you know, we want to, appear like we've got everything so we burn out because we try to do everything you know and um, the price of pride is also not being able to enjoy life uh, that brought me to a recent example um, I recently came back from a trip with my mom and my brother and one of the things that I was very specific which was not the usual me I told them that I'm happy to go on this trip but I do not want to be the planner 
<laughs> I used to be the person who plans everything from the macro to the micro details. So I've never gone like on a trip where I don't know any details, but I was very specific because I was really tight with time. So I, I told my brother that, hey, I'm happy for you to plan it. And I have to say, when I let go of that pride and willing to allow someone else to plan my time, and we're talking about, you know, one to three weeks of time. And he did a fantastic job. And I really, really, really enjoyed that, that three weeks of someone else doing it and, and putting my gut down, putting my pride down and say, hey, someone else doing it is not my way, but it's still fun. Thank you, Sian, for that. That was wonderful. I wanted to add one more thing, if I could. Um, this was quite a while ago. This was probably 15 years ago. I had just gone through a divorce. I'd lost my job and I had a teenager at home. And so I had to move back in with my parents, which wasn't really optimal in my mind at the time, but um, I did it. Um, I didn't have any income coming in. So of course my car got repossessed. And so life wasn't very exciting for me. And I remember my dad sitting me down and saying to me, Laura, you've got to stop being so proud. And I said, what do I have to be proud of? <laughs> I said, I'm missing the point here. And he said to me, he said, it's okay. Those are just external things in your life. It's a car. It's a job. It's, it's, your, it's your spouse. He says, I know it hurts. I'm not going to say that. But you've got your health. You've got your mind. You've got your son. You've got us. Your life is pretty good. And I really had to think of that. And instead of hiding so that no one would know, I started telling my story, being proud of the fact that I was still had the things that were important. And so for me, I learned a valuable lesson that is, isn't the external things that we have or we don't have. It's what's inside of us. It's the love that we share with our family and our friends. And it's the fact that we're resilient enough to be able to start a new life and do something new. So that is probably my best experience that I learned that pride directed in the wrong way can keep you from living your best life. So what I'm hearing you say, Ms. Laura, um, and thank you for sharing that. What I'm hearing you say is that you disengaged your pride once you can be aware of once you were aware of it and once you disengaged your pride you created connection to yes. what you're grateful for and which allowed for your experience to actually expand because pride can be hurt you know you ever hear those things where um that hurt my pride yes like what does that mean when you even hear that what does that sound like to you when someone says that well, it sounds like it's something to be um, avoided. It sounds like it's something to not experience. And Jazzy, thank you for the memory, because during that time I was unemployed, I volunteered. Um, and I just did kind of menial kind of things at a nonprofit just so mm -hmm. that I could be active and meet people. Um, and I will tell you, um, at first I was like, you know, what am I doing here? And then I realized, man, I'm able to, I have the time now to give back to my community. So thank you for that, for reminding me of that. But yes, I think that um, pride does hurt if we look at it as being who we are. Mm. But if we 
disengage and say, I know who I am. I'm comfortable with who I am. I love who I am. Those kind of things can affect who we are or what we perceive we are. Yeah, you can still have pride and humility. Yes. Humble. Yes. And be yeah. our authentic self. Let people let people in. So when pride happens, just let that sting the ego and that's about it. Doesn't go it doesn't go to the soul. <laughs> I that's love good. that. Yeah. I love that, Zian. It's kind of like saying, thank you, ego. Thank you, pride, for reminding me, but I don't need you anymore. Yeah. Thank you for visiting today. It was <laughs> we can let this pass. Yeah. yeah. We can let this pass. Like acknowledging the pride when it happens, right? Yes. Yeah. Acknowledging the feeling, but saying, I don't accept that feeling. I'm taking a different So it's really important to have that self-awareness when pride kicks in because it happens so suddenly and momentarily that you don't even realize it sometimes until someone else in that, in your case, like your father has to, you know, point that out to you. And that's a lovely reminder. Yeah. How else do we, you know, um, since we're on the topic, how else do we deal with pride? I think for me would be um, um, being having an open mind to kind of listen to other people's perspective. I think um, uh, one of the ways when someone is prideful is that um, when someone is trying to tell you something or give you an advice, you then jump in without allowing that person to finish because you're too busy thinking about something to respond to that comment rather than taking it all in and then embracing that that feedback and you know turn it into something that's positive for you so I think being open-minded and being able to listen to someone else's um, feedback um, that would be a good way to manage pride what do you guys think I like that. Um, also, letting the outside things not define you. Mm. Um, you know, I think we all want to look good. We all want to be our best. And we all want to wear the best clothing and our hair and makeup and all of that. And I'm not saying to stop that, please. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that really doesn't define who we are. I think when I... Uh... Um, I'm prideful. I have to really be discerning of my own awareness, uh, my self-awareness. Am I, is my pride um, serving or is it, is it keeping others out? Is it, you know, like, where is this in my, is my pride being integral to my morals is one way that I, I get to gauge um, my interactions and how I'm displaying any pride. And I think that um, when others, like when someone else is being prideful, I think that's my invitation to, um, to as you said, Zian, listen. And um, when I get done actively listening to what they're sharing to really create um, a space, a safe space to be like, hey, well, you know, this is, there, there's a possibility where I can help or others can help or provide some sort of insight that kind of alleviates the fact that they have to do it all on their own because um pride can make you feel that way that you have to go it alone and do it by yourself and um keep your plate full when really 
like we're all here in connection and relationship with one another. And so pride is really intermingled with um, what is it doing to the relationships around um, in the environment? You know, is that, is it going to be a positive um, or is it a destructive mechanism that we use? So is pride connecting or disconnecting? And to be discerning of when to engage it and then disengage and to create um, what really is going to work for everyone. Because who wants the burnout? Who? Why, why are we wearing the mask? Um, why are we suppressing what we really feel? Why are we stretching ourselves to the limit and, and running on E, hiding behind pride? And it's not to hide behind pride, but no one to use it. Wow, that was powerful, Jazzy. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, I love it. So before Laura ends, I wanted to um, share my last message. I think I'm um, connecting to the woman who's probably listening to this right now and think that, oh, what happens when pride comes in? Like, you know, I know and, I, and I'm aware that it's coming up, but what can I do? I want to encourage you by actually uh, converting that pride emotion into an emotion of curiosity. You know, when that pride comes in, turn it into a, this, this whole being curious, you know, because we are not a human doing, right? We're human beings. So mm-hmm. convert it into um, that feeling of curiosity and try to understand what's really going on and, you know, what the person in front of you is trying to tell you or connect you with you. Thank you, ladies. It has been wonderful to be with you tonight. I have learned so much from you. I think I've learned more from you two tonight than the whole audience put together. So this has been, I'm glad I showed up. I just want to say um, to our audience, please subscribe to YouTube and please like us, please comment. We always read the comments. So please leave us um, feedback. Also, if there are topics you would like us to discuss in the future. We love that as well, because we know that means that you're listening and that we can talk about something that matters to you. If you're listening to us on Spotify, please click follow and um, make sure that you do that so that we can also be following. You can follow us on Spotify. Um, We are so high tech, we even have our own email address. And so it is lotuschatworldwide at gmail.com. So please, if you want to talk privately or say something, reach out to all of us on that. It's just monitored by those of us on Lotus Chat. We have a topic for next week, and that is women and overthinking thoughts. I'm sure that's never happened to you, but um, (laughs) I have a feeling I'm going to learn a lot of good things next week. So please join us next week for that topic. And I have a final question for you in the audience. The question I have is what area of your life would you like to improve how you deal with pride? Think about that. If you would like, please put it in the comment section. If you aren't really comfortable with that, please send it to us by email. We would love to hear what your thoughts are. And with that, I'm going to thank the Anne and Jazzy for being here. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you. See you next week.